Life Audio. Thank you for joining us for Sound Reasoning with Christian apologist and minister Perseus Poku of Sound Reasoning Ministries. It's our prayer that today's program will educate, train, and empower you to defend your Christian faith with confidence. Perseus has his bachelor's in history and a master's degree in apologetics. We hope you enjoy this time of equipping so that you can answer questions to defend your Christian faith effectively. Now here's Perseus Poku on Sound Reasoning. Welcome to Sound Reasoning. I am your host, Perseus Poku. On today's episode, I wanted to take um, a look at the God of order, the God of order. And after a word from our sponsors, we'll get started on the topic today. Hello, folks. My name is Derek Greer, and I'm reaching out to fellow pastors and church leaders just like you to join me and other Christian leaders and organizations throughout the nation as we come together on June 8th and 9th for National Unity Weekend. Together, we will show the love of Jesus as we serve our communities on Saturday, June 8th, and then preach from a shared text on Sunday, June 9th. To register, go to unityweekend.com. That's unityweekend.com to join us as we unite the church and unite the nation. Hi, everyone. If you've been injured in an accident that was not your fault, listen up. We have legal professionals standing by to answer your questions for free. Call now and find out if you have a case and how much it's potentially worth. Call 800-497-4410. I'm here with spokesman John Wolf. So, John, tell everyone listening who should call right now. Well, Maria, first off, thank you for having me here. It's always nice to answer the listeners' questions. Now, as far as who should call in... Anyone who's been injured in an accident and think you deserve compensation, give us a call right now. 800-497-4410. You'll find out if you have a case and how much it's potentially worth. Thanks, John. You heard it, folks. Take advantage of this opportunity and call now. 800-497-4410. Advertisement sponsored by Legal Help Center may not be available in all states. When I look at the society, when I look at the world, when I look at our environment, I see so many things that are out of order. I see men that are out of order. I see women that are out of order. I see children out of order. I see civic leaders that are out of order. I see legislators that are out of order. And definitely, I see those in the White House that are out of order. Teachers, out of order. Governors, out of order. And when I use the term out of order, I'm referring to God's design, how God created us, and the expectations God has for each one of us. Married people out of order, single people out of order. And when we're out of order, 
Sin reigns. Sin becomes a part of our daily digest when we are out of order. And being out of order means that we're not in the will of God. The history, biblical history, started with Adam being out of order. Adam broke the covenant between him and God. And New Testament tells us and reminds us that it was because of Adam's transgression, not necessarily Eve's, that the fall of humanity took place. When he ate of the fruit, disorderliness or disorderliness came about because of what Adam did. And ever since the fall of man, all of us have been out of order. It is said when a child is born, we never have to teach that child to do wrong because it's innate, is already in their system to do wrong. You tell a child to stay put, they're going to move. You tell a child uh, not to touch that, they're going to touch it because they're growing into themselves. They are going through the development stage, and uh, they don't know that there's a sin nature inside of them. And when that sin nature goes unchecked, it doesn't become better. It gets worse. And the only one that can deal with that sin nature and control that sin nature perfectly is the creator, God, through his son, Jesus the Christ. So wherever we look, we see everything is out of order. We have teachers that are taking advantage of students by developing relationships with them, out of order. We have leaders who portray themselves as being monogamous, but the reality is they have other people on the side, out of order. We have, sadly, uh, teachers and preachers inside the church who purport themselves as one way, but in reality, they are living an alternate lifestyle out of order. So we know that through the fall of man, we all inherited sin, S-I-N. And that sin left unchecked will dominate us, will control us. We may not think so, but sin uh, is not something to play with. It's not something to toy with. Sin doesn't get better on its own. Sin bleeds into other areas of our lives. Sin uh, causes us to become anemic, spiritually anemic. Sin causes us to become impotent, whereas we can't do what we need to do for God. But we serve a God who demands order. I just shared with the class uh, last week dealing with the resurrection, dealing with ontology, and dealing with order, and dealing with T, which stands for truth, and the acronym is ROOT. And with the class, I reminded them that we have all of these isms that we as a church have to face. We have atheism. We have 
agnosticism. We have theism. And we have racism. Whatever you want to throw in there, there's an ism that relates to it. But God is a God of order. Meaning, God requires of us to stick with the book, to stick with the rule book, which is the Bible. God demands of us, if I'm going to be a man of God, if I'm going to be orderly, I need to follow his plans. The plans that he's already laid forth in the scriptures. We don't need to try to repair or modify God's plans. His plan is eternal. His plan doesn't need any assistance. If we follow God's plan, all of us will be placed back in our proper order. The man will understand what his calling is to be a man. The woman would understand her calling and what it means to be a woman. The youth will understand his position in Christ and what it means to be a youth if we follow God's plan. The manager would understand the standard for being a steward over what God has given him or her. So order brings forth peace. Order ushers in joy. Order puts us back in the right fellowship with God. So he loves us. God loves us so much that he placed us in a proper element. And I'm talking about a God of order, a God who has placed certain things a certain way in order to avoid chaos, in order to usher in unity or promote unity and disenfranchise or shun disunity. If there's unity inside the church, it means somebody's out of order. If there's chaos inside the home, it means somebody is out of order. If there is conflict inside of an organization, most of the time it means someone is out of order. So the conditions, as an example, when we look at the universe, the conditions of this earth as well as our universe is properly situated for our existence. When we do things in accordance to his order, we prosper. Conversely, when we do things that's out of order, it causes us pain, it brings in suffering, and it brings in a disenchantment. So God wants us to be in proper order. And when we're in order, this is what it means. If I may be bold enough, um, if you're single, God has a calling on your life. God has a prescription for happiness and joy. When God says uh, we ought to be in relationship with a common believer, that's a start. Meaning everyone else that's not a Christian should be left off the list. Let us take a break to recognize our sponsors, and we'll be right back. Hello, folks. My name is Derek Greer, and I'm reaching out to fellow pastors and church leaders just like you to join me and other Christian leaders and organizations throughout the nation as we come together on June 8th and 9th for National Unity Weekend. Together, we will show the love of Jesus as we serve our communities on Saturday, June 8th, and then preach from a shared text on Sunday, June 9th. To register, go to unityweekend.com. That's unityweekend.com. 
www.ministryofhope.com to join us as we unite the church and unite the nation. Now, it doesn't mean just because necessarily, just because you meet someone who said they're a Christian, that that's the one for you. It just means that's the starting point. The pool that you pray on, the pool that you consider uh, should be a pool of Christians. That's the starting point. Then the next point is to pray that uh, that God reveals to you if he wants you to be in a relationship. Some of us desire so much to be in a relationship that we run past God and find someone for ourselves inside the church. When God may be saying, you're not ready to be in a relationship. I'm still pruning you. I'm still developing you. There are still some habits that's not conducive for a healthy relationship. So God may be saying, I need you to be patient. I need you to wait on me. I need you to allow me to work out some of these rough edges because if you get in a relationship, You won't know how to preserve it. You won't know how to keep it. You won't know how to make it holy. So God has prescriptions for our success. He has a prescription for how how to bring us to joy and how to bring us to where we need to be if we would be orderly. So when God, when we think about how God uh, has created He's created everything in its proper order because he's a God of order. And he requires for us to join him in being orderly. In Psalms 115 and 15, it says, May you be blessed of the Lord, who is the maker of heaven and earth. So God created heaven and earth uh, for us, for us, so we can enjoy what he's created. Uh, But at the same time, Um, that enjoyment, that um, situation where we are able to know God and to um, take advantage of what he's created for us is there. If we're in him, we know how to um, appreciate it. We know how to internalize it and pay it forward, meaning that uh, yes, God loves me, but will I love someone else? Yes, God loves me, but will his love be enough for me to be orderly to the point where, as an example, if we look at our finances, are we in order or are we out of order? For the Christian, we should not owe everyone in time. We should not be maxed out on our credit card. We should not um, uh, owe every neighbor around the the block because we're spending uh, our money so frivolously that we can't keep uh, account of it. So, again, if we are not being disciplined, then it will affect our finances, and our bank records will show that, that we're out of order when we bring in or we're spending more than we make, where our outgo uh, exceeds our income. So we're not being orderly. If we're so impulsive that we have to buy everything, 
uh, that's not being disciplined. God promotes being disciplined. God promotes being in order, meaning doing the things that we ought to be doing as Christians in order to bring him glory. So when we look at the universe as an example, it encourages me. It, it just shows and proves to me that God demands order. This is what I learned about the universe. And if you want further study, you can look at um, J. Warner Wallace's books uh, that deals with fine-tuning and deals with God. Uh, number one, uh, Brother Warner talks about the laws of nature work harmoniously to allow us to live, meaning that God created this environment for us to live and, and, and to preserve us and for us to be able to flourish because we're in the perfect environment. If we were on uh, Mars, you wouldn't be as successful. If you were on Pluto, you wouldn't be as successful. If you were on Venus, it wouldn't be as, as, as successful. But here we are in the perfect element, and we are in the perfect planet that sustains our livelihood. So the laws of nature work harmoniously to allow us to live. These laws are guided by someone. And the way he puts it, when, you, when we look at, when science look at the universe, um, many scientists have concluded that the universe has been tampered with, meaning that um, they see order, they see specificity, they see complexity, they see intentionality, they see an intelligent designer because we serve a God of order. And that, the universe this another term they use, has been fine-tuned, fine-tuned for us, for me, for you. The designs are so complex, it requires someone with intelligence to have created it. This is why they call God the intelligent designer. God is the fine-tuner uh, based on the complexities we see in nature, based on the spe uh, specificity we see in nature, we see that we are the effects and God is the cause. When you look at those beautiful, beautiful blue oceans uh, in, in various places, you see that God uh, handiwork is all over it. The fish cannot come out of the water and flourish. And we, conversely, can't go into the deepest part of the ocean without assistance and survive. So um, the fish have their limitations because God has um, confined them to the habitation or the environment whereas they were created to flourish in. Likewise, God has done the same thing for us. He's placed us in the perfect environment for us to flourish in. Uh, when we look at photosynthesis, uh, photosynthesis, we learned this in elementary school. It says our sun is the right color. If it was redder or bluer, the photosynthetic response would be weaker. You all remember photosynthesis, where due to the light, of, uh, of the light and energy of the sun, it shines on a plant, and the root of the plant creates minerals. And when the, when the plant is watered, um, it releases carbon dioxide, and thus uh, we get oxygen uh, from these plants. And in some cases, uh, we, we even uh, get sugar from that plant. 
all of this was created by God for our good. So we serve a God of order, and likewise, he wants us to be orderly. When, we, when we're out of order, we're not exemplifying the mode of our being, meaning God created us as human beings. We're not animals. Some of us attempt to act animalistic, but we're not animals. When someone says, I can't control myself, I have to be in multiple relationships, that's because you're out of order. When someone says they can't be faithful to their spouse, it just means that person is out of order. When someone says they had to commit a crime, that person is out of order. When someone says they can't do what we know they can do, it means that individual is out of order. But there's hope. The hope is if we surrender to Jesus Christ, he will save us, he will fill us, he will equip us, and he will transform us if we are obedient to Jesus the Christ. So when you get back to photosynthesis, when I think about uh, how God has created nature through photosynthesis, we say photosynthesis is the process in which green plants use sunlight to make their own food. Photosynthesis is necessary for life on earth. Without it, there would be no green plants, so you couldn't have your salads. And, and, and without the green plants, with, uh, if photosynthesis did not exist, and without green plants, there would be no animals because animals, animals eat the grass, animals um, digest it, animals grow, animals uh, profit from eating the, uh, the, the, the plants. And thus, we're able to have animals uh, for us to consume. So photosynthesis requires sunlight, chlorophyll, water, and carbon dioxide gas. Chlorophyll is a substance in all green plants, especially in the leaves. Plants take in water from the soil and carbon dioxide from the air. So again, just a simple process of photosynthesis shows that we serve a God who's intentional and put everything in its proper order. Everything seems to obey God except for the human beings. We seem to be out of order. We seem to not know, some of us, what to do. But once we become Christians, God shows us what he wants to do. God places us in environments for us to flourish and succeed. God gives us instructions that will not harm us, harm us, but profit us. Let's look at the order of the cosmos. God created, according to the psalm, God created the earth and the, and the cosmos. When I consider your heavens, the work of your fingers, the moon and the stars which you have ordained, what is man that you take thought of him and the son of man that you care for him? Psalms 8, verses 3 through 4. When we look at electromagnet and gravitational forces, which are finely tuned so the right kind of star can be made. Think about that. God has fashioned the right type of stars to be made in order to benefit us. So the psalmist was right. When he looked at what God has done, he stands in awe. And we all should revere God who created everything for us because of his orderly ways. The earth's distance from the sun is crucial, as an example, for a stable water cycle. If we were too far away, and uh, we would freeze. If we were too close, most water would boil. So again, if we were too far away uh, uh, from the sun, 
our water cycle would freeze, and if we were too close, the water would boil. And so God has given us or positioned us perfectly in order for us to prosper because he is a God of order. Our sun is also the right mass. If it was larger, its brightness would change too quickly and there would be too much high-energy radiation. If it was smaller, the range of planetary distances able to support life would be so close to the star that tidal forces would disrupt the planet's rotational period. UV radiation would be inadequate for photosynthesis. So our sun is the right mass, meaning it's fine-tuned and God uh, specifically positioning in a way not to hurt us, but to profit us. Now, when we think about the Earth's gravity, uh, its gravity, its uh, uh, axis tilt, its rotational period, its magnetic field, its crust thickness, its oxygen and nitrogen ratio, carbon dioxide, water vapor, and ozone levels are just right for us. Again, it's fine-tuned because we serve a God of order who's positioned everything in its proper place. What about human beings? God has created a manhood uh, for us to prosper, meaning God has instructions through the Bible. There are principles, instructions, and commandments that men ought to follow. And in Christ, we learn about those things. Same thing for the women. Uh, uh, womenhood uh, is, is just like manhood. There are instructions in the scriptures that God wants us to read and apply so we can um, prosper, so we can be in order. And when we are not reading God's word, when we are not surrendering, then we're out of order. For as in Adam all die, so also in Christ shall all be made alive. That's the key, 1 Corinthians fifteen twenty two. For as in Adam all die, so also in Christ all should be made alive. The fallen man brought about disunity and discord between men and women. Sin ushered in the conflict between men and women and their offsprings. However, through Jesus, we can reclaim what was lost in the garden. So he is a God of order. I hope this episode encourages you to do better, encourages you to fulfill your godly standard, uh, what God has called us to do ontologically. Again, we thank you all for listening. We thank God for each one of you. We ask that you continue to support this ministry. Uh, We have a financial goal to meet, so please become part of our monthly support. And remember, we wish the best for all of you this year and continue to do for the truth what so many people do for a lie. God bless. Thanks for listening to Sound Reasoning with apologist and minister Perseus Poku from Sound Reasoning Ministries. It's our prayer that today's lesson has equipped you to share and defend your Christian faith with boldness. Sound Reasoning Ministries offers training in apologetics, biblical studies, and systematic theology. Join in on discussions on Facebook at Sound Reasoning Ministries. For more information about the ministry, to send an email, ask a You're fearfully and wonderfully made. God looks at your heart, not your gene size. 
Do you know the verses yet still stress over your body? Oh, I get it. I was raised in church, but I struggled with food, eating disorders, and my body for decades. I'm Heather Creekmore, host of the Compared To podcast, where we talk about all things body image and comparison from a biblical perspective. We get real about the pressure to focus on appearance in a culture where looks seem to matter most. Whether you're wrestling wrinkles or battling the scale, Compared To Who is the show for you. You'll laugh a little and be encouraged a lot. If you're ready to stop comparing and start living, visit lifeaudio.com to listen and subscribe.